0: This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice.
1: Hey, hey, this is Nath here. And today, Azari and I are talking about all things side hustles. If you're looking to make more money on the side of your main gig, but you're not sure where to start... This episode is for you. We asked in the My Millennial Money Facebook group what your side hustle was and how you got into it. So we rattle off some of the best and some of our favorite side hustles from this post and a few that Azari and I have done personally. So we hope that you come away from this episode encouraged and inspired to think about a way that you could make a bit of money on the side. So Azaria, side hustles. You keen to chat through this?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It looks like we've got some really cool side hustle experiences from the community here. So keen to see what everyone's up to.
1: Yeah, plenty of people there. And we'll just rattle these off. So first up, we've got Rachel Connard. She said that she sets up pop-up picnics, hire out backdrops and help with wedding proposals.
2: Ooh, I love that. Have you ever done one of those pop-up picnics, Nathan?
1: A pop-up picnic? No, I don't think I have. I've just kind of done my own kind of... Shoddy picnic, you know, some some <laughs> ham, salami, some cheese, a few olives. Beautiful. <laughs> awesome. I went to a party recently that had this amazing cheese board, like insane, like two metre, three metre long table, just full of just all the bread, the cheese, two loaves that's how big it was. Not just one wow. loaf two loaves <laughs> I've heard it's a good... That's awesome. I've heard it's a good business model. We make some good money out of that.
2: Yeah, definitely. Here in Brisbane, there's a... um An area called Kangaroo Point where it's like cliffs and it looks over the Brisbane skyline and it's beautiful. And I have a friend who took his girlfriend on a surprise date there and they hired one of those picnic services and it was beautiful with candles and all the food provided. I think it's awesome. So that's a great idea. If you can get the, I think there might be some licensing that you need to get through the local Council or something like that. But if you can do that, Yeah. It'll be awesome.
1: Oh, I, w- I would like to hear more about that sort of story, like if they've had any uh, interesting times with proposals because that is that's so stressful.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So much pressure. You can't mess that up.
1: <laughs> oh, and speaking of stressful, Emily O'Brien says she does wedding planning as a side hustle.
2: Oh, interesting. That, I feel like that's a very time-intensive side hustle, wouldn't, wouldn't it be? But if it's something you're passionate about...
1: Oh, you have to be passionate about, about it for money. sure. I feel like you can't, you have to be a different sort of person to do that just for fun.
2: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. We've also got Lance Keach here who says he does beer tasting tours. Now, I'm not sure if he means that he is tasting the beer or if he's hosting the tours, (laughs) but either way, it sounds like a good time.
1: Oh, that's a very good point. If he gets hired out by all the beer companies, go, oh, yeah, we got something for you. Like, try this out. (laughs) Isn't that everyone's dream job? (laughs) That's so good. Oh, but as well, like, okay, so do they do the tours like – do they drive the bus, you know, like do, do they uh, do organising of that? But yeah, the So many are-
2: unanswered questions. We're going to have to get Lance to, yeah. <laughs> to <laughs> explain this to us because I'm definitely interested.
1: <laughs> yeah, reach out to us. Reach out to us. I'm, I'm interested. I actually kind of want to go on one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one here that we found is uh, Gemma Brown. She says she's just on Airtasker.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder what, um, what they do. Yeah, I only found out about Airtasker today. It makes me think that we should do an episode on it.
2: Yeah, that'd actually be really cool to hear from people who've used it because I've thought about hiring someone through Airtasker when I moved into my apartment by myself. and I was getting all this IKEA furniture and some of it was really heavy, like building a whole outdoor setting. I was like, I can't do this. So I thought about going on Airtasker, but eventually just reeled some of my friends into helping me. Um but yeah, if you're on Airtasker, there's you can just pick up I guess any job that you're willing to do and make some money from it.
1: Yeah, and I similar guess similar to
2: Fiverr, I think.
1: Yeah, similar to Fiverr. Yeah, it's nice. And if you were like me and you don't know what Airtasker is, it's like anything to do with the home, you can hire out just a person on this website to do it. So, things mm-hmm. like removalists, home cleaning, furniture assembly, it's interesting. Um, yeah. so if you want to make some money, that seems like a good place to start.
2: Definitely. Um, Another way that I've heard of people making a lot of money recently is the side hustle that Jillian Aberdeens, apologies if I got that pronunciation wrong, but Jillian is selling Pokemon cards that they've bought and no longer need and funding the addiction once again. <laughs> so <laughs> the profit, I'm not sure about the profit, but it's funding further Pokemon card purchases oh. and. Live your best life.
1: We love that for you. <laughs> I love that. That that is an interesting little side hustle. It's a thriving community. All these card games. It's huge, isn't
2: it? I've seen YouTube videos about it's how it's having like a resurgence uh, lately.
1: Yeah. So maybe dig out the old card box, see if you have anything from when you were a kid, and who knows, maybe mm-hmm. that little Charizard might be worth something. Um. Now, Joe Elizabeth. Talked about her side hustles. She said so many things selling secondhand stuff, pet ID tags, driving B grade celebrities to their gigs. (laughs) Okay. Pet sitting, grooming, I assume for pets, Uh, being an extra in TV slash film. Hmm. And buying and selling cars. Okay. We should have just done an episode just with Joe about how to do a side (laughs) hustle.
2: Yeah, definitely. I particularly like the driving B-grade celebrities to their <laughs> gigs. That sounds like you'd hear so much gossip in those cars.
1: <laughs> oh, like, like B-grade is in like in Australia, B-grade? So is it like home and away?
2: Mm. <laughs> well, I guess for the last couple of years, it would have had to have been just Australia. Surely, <laughs> yeah, surely
1: home and away and neighbours. Oh, Joe, I need to know this stuff. Who's been the uh, most famous celebrity you've driven around? But man, the drive, that... To be able to do all these side hustles, that's gotta be crazy. I know.
2: And they're actually a psychologist by trade, so that's really <laughs> interesting. What an interesting mix. Next we've got Hakan A, who is reselling sneakers.
1: Oh damn. So like flipping?
2: It must be it must be similar to I guess the Pokemon cards. Oh,
1: I wonder if there's any vintage stuff in there as well.
2: Mmm, that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, for sure. Did you ever jump on board the sneaker train, Nate?
1: Oh, my goodness. It's, sneakers are expensive.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's an expensive hobby, isn't it? Oh, man. I imagine, like, I wonder if it's more high-end or kind of just secondhand, giving them a scrub clean, putting something in Possibly. there. And, yeah, reselling them off that. But, yeah, interesting that, yeah. Um Zach Wilson said they're a commissioned painter of tiny plastic figures used for board games and war games. And... The that photo so of this, cool. oh, you need to go to the post and see this. Like, there looks like some Warhammer figures. some I don't know, maybe some Dungeons and Dragons figures. This really amazes me. Like, <laughs> they, the figures are tiny. They're only like an inch tall most of the time. Really? Yeah, they're tiny as. Like, being able to paint that, have any sort of like, you've got to have like surgeon's hands to be able to paint that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so intricate.
1: Oh, man, the Warhammer fans, they're, they're out there. They're out there. <laughs> they live in disguise.
2: Oh, it's such a cool hobby. I love nerdy things like that. <laughs> Next, we've got Annie Parker, who is doing babysitting and nannying, which is a really cool side hustle. I feel like that's the OG side hustle.
1: Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's like, I'm part of a big family, so it's um, we kind of know it as older sibling, you know? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Like, big families is like, oh, yeah, you're babysitting for the night. What? Yeah. Other people get paid. <laughs> <laughs> My older siblings, like, it was just part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, that is like the OG side hustle.
2: Yeah. People have been doing that as a side hustle for decades before it was even called a side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> so, sh- shout out to those people.
1: <laughs> yeah, 100%. Real
2: trailblazers.
1: Yes. Next up, we've got Ella Trotter. She says that she does a fitness boot camp in my local park.
2: Hmm, That's a great idea.
1: I really like that. Yeah. I think seeing this one made me notice that with the side hustle thing, you kind of just can do what you enjoy, Mm -hmm. what you are good at, and kind of turning that into your own little sphere. You can just kind of be different, be original on this. You don't have to work as a PT or an instructor within the four walls of a building. You can mm-hmm. uh, really make it your own. And if it's something you enjoy, you'll just make it happen.
2: Yeah. I think that's the key to finding a side hustle is not not thinking what's everyone else doing and what can I learn in order to, be, to do a side hustle? It's like, what are you already good at? What are you passionate about? What are your skills? How can you combine those two? create a side hustle of your own. And I think we're going to talk in a little bit, Nath, about our own side hustles. So mm. we can go into it a bit more there.
1: Yes, yes, we can.
2: We then got Georgia Oswald and Lauren Olivia, who are both freelance copywriters. So that's pretty cool. Mm. I quite like that. And then in terms of how they got into it, so Georgia gave us a bit of background. So she said that she's a former journalist and editor. So her background definitely helped. She started with one or two clients from Airtasker jobs. Ah, nice. So there's a good good purpose for Airtasker. And LinkedIn ads and referrals. So she still only has a couple of clients one and a half years later. Um, But she said that's just really because it's hard to find the time to work on it outside of her day job. But if you've got a lot of spare time, if you enjoy writing, then maybe that's something that you could look into.
1: Yeah, definitely. And your side hustle doesn't always have to end up being your main business.
2: No, that's it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, that's cool for the copywriters out there. Uh, Another one from Claire Schenberg. She says that she's an Amazon seller in the US. That's so cool.
2: I wonder how you get into that.
1: I honestly am ending up with more questions than answers from this episode. (laughs) I'm like, what do you sell? Why specifically in the US? I suppose there's a bigger market.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It, maybe it's that drop shipping kind of system that uh, she's got going on.
1: Yeah, no, that would make sense. That could be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's I wonder, a great
2: idea.
1: Like, oh, we're just getting episode ideas out of this episode. <laughs> you can ask people about uh, how they started their Amazon business.
2: Yeah, I'd love to hear that for sure. Uh, next, we've got Chantelle Barker-Osborne who, similar to what you said before, Nath, she does grazing platters. So, if you go to an engagement party or a baby shower or whatever people are celebrating oh, these yeah. days, you're going to see some awesome grazing platters.
1: Oh, that's my food of choice. I don't know what it is about a grazing <laughs> board. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we've got Krista Anelli. She says, house-sitting. Now that people are going away more, I'm bringing in another 400 to $500 a month and growing. Mm. That's awesome. Have you ever done house-sitting?
2: No, I haven't yet, but I've heard of people doing long-term house-sitting where you're house-sitting for like over a month at a time. So if you're living at home and you can do that, you, theoretically, you could be getting paid for house-sitting and also not having to pay rent. So that could be a really good way to save some money as well. Yeah,
1: it could really maximise that. So in terms of how she got into this, Christina commented and said that she signed up to a site called Poor Shake, building up a rating and reviews on there before I branch out on my own, which they plan to do in the new year. I highly recommend the site to get you started. There you go.
2: So that's great for anyone wanting to get into house sitting, um, starting out with pet sitting, especially if you love cats, you love dogs, you get to hang out with pets all day and get paid for it.
1: Yeah. That sounds great.
2: That sounds awesome. I thought about doing that, but I just get scared if the pet has like a medical emergency or (laughs) if it requires medication because we had so many pets growing up and I hated having to give the pets medication because I'm like, please don't hate me after this.
1: (laughs) Oh, I've never had that that. That makes sense. But I've heard there's good money involved.
2: Yeah, there would be Definitely. Um, And then the last one I've got here is um, from Nami. He didn't actually comment on the Facebook group, but I just know this. So, I interviewed Nami uh, a few months ago about his job working in Fly and Fly Out in the mines. Uh, Before he was doing that, um, he had a side hustle where he was refurbishing iPhones. So, fixing iPhones and reselling them, which I think is super cool if you can learn how to do that. and He's making pretty good money from it. So, that's another idea.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So, they're the majority of the side hustles so far and there's a lot of opportunity to find something you enjoy and monetizing that, but if you're not really sure what to do, another thing you can do if it work if it applies to you is is overtime a possibility at your current job. Mm-hmm. So we compiled a few people that said um, this was their situation. so Haley said that her side hustle is overtime. Uh, Adrian asked if overtime at their main job counts, and I reckon it does count because so many people commented that they were doing overtime.
2: Yeah, definitely, and it's it's already there. It doesn't require any additional training or qualifications. You just work a bit extra, and we've got Gabrielle here who said that she's a nurse, so she just picks up a twelve-hour weekend shift. Imagining the the pay on the weekend must be baller. So, oh my a great goodness,
1: idea. yeah. So my partner is a nurse, and she uh, shows me texts all the times from local hospitals that are just like begging for shifts right now so at the moment really with the, yeah at the moment with the healthcare system that is just they are flat out they are so busy and it's interesting seeing uh, some of these hospitals approach to texting people that are off shift
2: <laughs> really how are they doing it
1: oh uh, so uh, they try different approaches one of them which was funny was just they were, over the holiday season they were just saying are you sick of your family? Would you rather spend time with us? <laughs> if you hate your family and friends and you hate Christmas, <laughs> there are plenty of shifts available at this hospital. <laughs> That's so funny. And Sarah, yeah, she, she almost she almost took a shift. <laughs> Another approach, they just sent a message in all caps. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely an opportunity as a nurse to pick up as many shifts as possible if you want to make some extra dollars.
2: yeah we've got some honorable mentions here uh so the first one i i thought was pretty funny was kylie Takama said that hers is planning to overthrow a capitalist society which makes us feel like we need to work non-stop to get ahead or it would be if i wasn't compelled to work non-stop to get ahead
1: mm. <laughs> yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> maybe we talk about as an episode money in a socialist society uh,
2: mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> break that down, but
2: I know nothing about that. But let's go.
1: <laughs> but how does Kylie get paid? That's what want, <laughs> that's what I want to know. How do they put dinner on the table? Um, well,
2: by working non-stop, I guess. Yeah, I guess As so. She said.
1: Yeah. <laughs> have you got any honourable
2: mentions, Nate?
1: One of my favourites was that uh, Vanessa commented saying, "Playing video games. I don't get paid for it though, but I have fun." <laughs> That's all that matters. (laughs) You don't have to get paid for it. If you enjoy it, then just enjoy it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's just a side hustle, hold the hustle part. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Awesome. Let's chat a little bit, Nath, about our own side hustles. So, what has your side hustling experience been?
1: Uh, I was trying to recap thinking all the things that I'd done in the past. And yeah, I started off babysitting. That was a good Mm -hmm. one. Uh, and I think I did film school for uh, for a year and then from there I went through a phase of doing photography gigs, some video gigs and um, I did I think two or three weddings and that's how I found out that is not for me. <laughs> 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 that was seriously, oh, it's a, such a stressful gig. Um, yeah. And I had a, a story of... Um, my video camera cut out during the ceremony. No. Yep. And that was, oh I think gosh. from there I was like, I'm not doing a wedding unless I <laughs> really, really, unless it's a friend of mine pretty much. That was kind of what I resolved. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, my
2: goodness.
1: Oh, yeah. Another one I did is just some music gigging on the side. So, going to pubs and bars and whatever, just with an acoustic guitar, play a few play a few old-timey ballads, get the old people singing and then get paid and go off.
2: <laughs> Love it. Well, oh, that's awesome. Do you still do that?
1: Not really anymore. Uh, if the mm-hmm. if the time arose again, then probably. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, that's awesome. And most recently, I kind of do just podcast editing for um, some people on the side. Perfect. And how about you, Azaria? What good. do you do on the side?
2: Um, so I don't have anything that I'm doing consistently at the moment, but I, in the past I've done side hustles for a period of time. So the most recent one I would have done is I made a podcast, um, a, a one series podcast for another business. So for the Financial Planning Association of Australia, I approached them and said, hey, let me do a podcast series for you on how young people can become financial advisors. So, mm. um, got that out there. A few of the episodes are out if anyone wants to go and check that out. Um, but that was a really good way to kind of get my message out there. Um, I already know how to do podcasts because I do that here with Gen Z Money. Um, and I'm passionate about it. So that was a really good way to make some money and I guess kind of give back to the community a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. I remember editing that show. It was really good for you. You did. To, yeah. It's, it's good. It's good acknowledgement for you to, um, be a part of this community and then give back. So I- yeah,
2: for sure, it was so much fun. It was really, really good. The other side hustle I've done was also podcast related. So one of my friends in the industry had a podcast a little while back um, and he approached me about doing show notes for the podcast. So nice. summarizing the episode, doing a bit of a background about the guests and also making quiz questions. So I was pretty much just getting paid to listen to a podcast that was relevant to my career and then just summarize it. So that was a really cool. Oh, side nice, husband.
1: nice. That's a good yeah. one.
2: That was a good one. And then in the past when I was at uni, I'd thought about doing a side hustle, um, doing up LinkedIn profiles for people. It didn't end up happening. I think I just got too busy, but I love writing LinkedIn profiles for my Mm. friends. So if you're good at that too, maybe see if you can start a side hustle and charge people for it.
1: Yes, I love that idea. So, those were a lot of the highlights of the Facebook post about side hustle ideas. So, yeah, we hope you come away with an idea for you to make a little bit of extra cash in the bank. But if you want to give this post a full readover, that will be in the My Millennial Money Facebook group and the link to that will be in the show notes.
2: If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Send this through to a friend who's also looking to start a side hustle and leave us a review if you're enjoying it. We'd love to hear your feedback.
1: Yes, we would Azaria. Thanks, Nate. Thank you. See you next time.